Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. This is episode number 225, a very silly number to say in French, going live for our patrons January 9th, 2023. Everyone else, January 11th, if you want to become one of those patrons, patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs, Discord perks, 2D early access to this show, game key giveaways whenever Steve gets around to posting about it, and discounts for big Canadian gaming events like EGLX. And at the credited tier or higher, we'll thank you at the end of every episode. Steve, I just want to take this opportunity to say, uh, after re-listening to last week's podcast, you were absolutely correct about individual tweets being far superior yeah. to threads. They just, they, they're, they're better. They got more traction. They got people retweeting. And uh, yeah, I, I made my nerdy, wimpy thread for all the three categories. Nothing. Some of those oh. only had one like. And it was me when they gave me my Twitter account back. Um, <laughs> but the individual ones all have at least 10. Some have hundreds because, yeah, they got the RTs. But, yeah, you were right. And I just want to acknowledge that on the record. I appreciate that. I'm not I'm not that old. No. <laughs> no. I've been on Twitter. I mean, ten, I've been on Twitter longer than you probably, right? So I I got it in grade. Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me the grade. I got it in 2008. Yeah, you beat me. You beat me. 2009. Um, I remember when like everyone was just like, "Why get Twitter?" Like it's just Facebook posts, and then mm-hmm. uh, but then like you know famous people were on it, like Hashem Kutcher and and the Quest that game Love. over Greggy, like of course. Yeah, and then um, did Barack Obama ever follow you? No, he, he but um, actually, this I just got the Facebook memory the other day that uh, Adama from Battlestar Galactica he followed me, and I posted oh. on Facebook because I was like super stoked. Man, the big I, one that, I was just such a huge Battlestar Galactica fan. So, I like to imagine where the celebrity is when they're tapping on my profile and following me. This was also before I, I would I clued in that like they would have you know um, like people, people to do that paid, for them. Yeah, people just yeah. to do it because <laughs> he experience. like I looked at the 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 image too, and it's like he follows forty five thousand people and, mm. and has forty five thousand followers. So he definitely just like at the time just followed everyone. Follow, follow for follow. And then he was always like posting about fucking water or some shit like fresh water of the world. I'm like, dude, I don't care. Just tell me about the silence. <laughs> You're still spiking a little bit. Turn it to turn it to the left a little bit. Five minutes later. This must be much better. That is significantly better. Yeah, right. yeah. I was turning the wrong way earlier. Uh, I also want to plug our Discord, which was renovated while Steve was playing Elden Ring and drinking Coke Zero. I was next to him on his couch, adding uh, emojis to all our channels, deleting slash archiving 22 channels. It was a good purge of all the unused space in our Discord. And there's still contention whether emojis should be in the channel name, but, you know, join and become part of that contention. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll put that at the top of the show notes. Also, it's I'm instituting a, a new. It's much better, and I love the the forums for like shameless plugging and the yes, daily games. The daily way games, better. way Every, better. I have better. only positive feedback on the daily game uh, forum and the <laughs> new shameless plugging channel. Uh, also, Steve, this year for the show, I'm only gonna talk about an event when I publish it on the site, and then the week before, because none of this every week thing. We got we got listeners who are tuning in every week. They don't need they those redundancies. New year, new us, Steve. Oh, sounds good. All right, this week we, of course, have the winners of our 2022 Community Awards polls, which we will go over together. 
uh, Steve, I got a funny news story I want to share with you about a Kickstarter I think might get sued, but hope they don't because I like what they're doing. Uh, and last, we'll just wrap it up talking about Ship of Fools, which we beat together on a couch cooperatively. I think the first co-op game we've ever beaten together. As a, what I mean, what other co-op games have we played together? So we we did did Generals, like Apex. Dauntless. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, those okay, are... might be the third one. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Apex and Rocket League right. and all that nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so top of the notes before you get your winners, some veggies, we got the Toronto game expo 2022 coming up Saturday, March 25th. Uh, it's just a huge physical game sale and that sounds thought, super cool. And I wish I, I could thought go. you just said that we weren't going to do it until well, no, I post it. No, no, no. Oh. I post like, well, yeah, when I post it and then the week before I got so, you. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. No worries. Um, yeah. Massive 60,000 square feet of physical games uh formerly the berry game exchange so if you went to that it's now the toronto game expo uh this is the eighth year uh and they're selling vendor tables if you want to pull a bunch of junk out of your basement and sell it to other nerds this is opportunity but i would just go and go to every single table look through all of their boxes and then walk away with two games after wasting like eight hours of tori's life and that's just a great day to me (laughs) 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 so check that out saturday march 25th and then gdx 2023 uh, uh, Samantha, I believe, has been in our Discord plugging that from Interactive Alberta. Uh, that's from July 19th to July 23rd this year. Uh, more info coming. They don't even have like times yet, but yeah, they just want to acknowledge its existence. And I'm doing that here. We had a job, but they 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 hired someone through us. Success. Yeah. Ding ding. Do we need a new sound effect for that? I'll come up with something and put it in here. Yahoo! If you have a job, you want to advertise. Contact contact at slash Yeah. No. No, it's contact. Yep. And then, or just jump in our Discord and DM Steve. Uh, Steve, a couple of people DM'd us back on Twitter for jobs. We got to look at that. Sounds <sighs> good. All right, that. Steve. The categories. I'm going to go, well, let's do third, second, and first. And I'll, I'll throw my little drum roll sound effect in because people like that. So, best ongoing. Oh, you, oh, no, no, no. I was going to ask where we're starting, but you're already, you're good. Oh, I'm okay. just going top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Best ongoing Canadian game of 2022. <laughs> Third place, we've got, oh, I have to look at these percentages, uh, <laughs> Dead by Daylight from Behavior Interactive in Montreal and Toronto. It's Dead by Daylight. It's every horror IP in existence squeezed into an asymmetrical 4v1 horror game. With some I think they're in Montreal, day. by the way. Yeah, Montreal and Toronto. They opened a Toronto oh. studio. Oh, that's year. right. You're right. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no surprise there. It's big. And, uh, and yeah, 50 million players, Steve. Did you know that? Get the Resident Evil content. Oh, they got oh, they got to be working on more of that. There's so many characters they could add. I hope so. I mean, with all the Silent Hill stuff too, they must just be like, be like, yo, you you're giving us more content now for Silent Hill. So true. Um, Silent Hill was that four? What was the one they announced? Everyone freaked out about. Uh, Silent Hill two remake, and then they just announced a bunch of other Silent Hill shit. Not Resident Evil doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, uh, Silent Hill two is like considered the the sort of the best of the series mostly because of the ending and the twist and stuff but it's fine oh. whatever god damn it i messed that up that was second place <laughs> third place <laughs> i'm so sorry everyone <laughs> let me check these numbers over yeah okay third place from hinterland games in victoria bc the long dark uh entered early <coughs> access september 2014 so Jeez. they've been in it for the long haul this is the oldest game to in the category for best ongoing uh, and yeah, it's just great. And Steve when wants did, to play it on PS5. When, when did Warframe come out? Warframe 2013. Oh, you're oh, right. Second oldest. Yeah. 
oldest of the top three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm butchering this. And then our overall pick for best ongoing Canadian year 2022, Orna, colon, the GPS RPG from Northern Forge in Ottawa, Ontario. Congratulations, Boom. team. Your award laurels I made in Photoshop very hastily, but I think look good, are on their way to your inboxes. Uh, yeah, the Orna community stepped up. Apparently, you jumped into their Discord, and they were sharing it there, so that's probably where all the, the votes came from. But yeah. Uh, you've also prompted Dave uh, at Dave of War on Twitter and in our Discord to download it and check it out. So it's been cool watching you two talk about the game that I'm not going to download and play because I'm a bad journalist. That's fair. I, yeah, I started playing it um, there's, last episode. There's, yeah, there's things that I I'm still kind of confused about, but mm-hmm. like because I see it, it, it's the Pokemon Go. Like I see the outline of my streets and stuff, mm-hmm. and then there's little enemies and stuff, and it's like a pretty. Uh, simplistic like rp like jrpg style menu and all that um mm. i don't know what walking and being in different areas does just yet like i have to yeah dave was goblin. saying they reached yeah. a point in the story where they had to like go north like physically north from their house and he's like i haven't done that yet <laughs> that's funny to me yeah i mean i see like a compass thingy that's kind of pointing north and i'm just like can i just chill here because i could just chill in my area and just it seems to be an unlimited amount of monsters but I guess that's what the like the traveling part is then to actually advance the story. Because mm-hmm. I've defeated Goblin Lord, and for the last like two days he's never showed up. So I feel like I have to go somewhere. Yeah, for him to show yeah. Up put some. put the but leash on Rush and venture north. It's pretty sweet. There's a lot of good stuff here, and the and the the, the microtransactions or whatever don't seem super crazy. It's like you mm-hmm. have your own little town you can build and just stuff to build for that town. And I'm still trying to get used to some of the currencies and things, but. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's what it's solid. Dave was also saying that the the monetization seemed fine, which is like best case for free to play games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I now I'm at the point where I just like log into a game and I don't see a season pass, and I'm just like, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, so thank you, that. Orna, for no season pass. Uh, and yeah, enough to spin off an Orna universe, the OGU Orna game universe. So stay tuned for more Orna content. All right, Steve. Most anticipated Canadian game. I got the percents right this time. Coming in at third place, inserting my drumroll sound effect. Foundation from Polymorph oh. Games in Quebec City. Uh, it's the laid-back medieval sim, no sim builder thing. Yeah, it's great. I, I streamed it, and the cool thing about the community there is, as I was streaming it, um, there were just a bunch of people watching, but no one was t- chatting. But then I was like, huh. I want to do this. And then like two people in the chat immediately were like, this is how you do it. I was like, oh, cool. And then for like, <laughs> for the next two hours of the stream, like, yeah, they were just telling me how to do all the questions I had. And this was like around, I want to say like 0. 0.4 or 0. 0.3. Like it was a pretty early update. Yeah, it was a and while they've only, there, yeah. yeah, they've only added to it since. So yeah, yeah. people are pretty stoked. Uh, it was also nominated for uh, best ongoing, but didn't get high enough to make the top three. Um, but yeah. Very, a very eager community waiting for that 1.0. Nice. Is there like a is there a release date for the 1.0? Is it this year or no. are they just kind of like whatever? Even in their Steam page, they're like, we're just going to keep working on it with the community until like we want to release it. Like there's no yeah. eight months, a year, whatever. Um, nice. Yeah. 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 Cool. Second and first were very close, our closest uh, in any of the voting by 1.2%. In second place, World of Antera from 81 Monkeys in Port Moody. A uh, big Kickstarter hit with a growing community eager to check this one out. The Kickstarter says July 2023 release, uh, but Sea of Stars said that too, and, you know, scopes change. It still looks on track from their tweets and stuff for that, but 
yeah, people are stoked for this pixel art magic RPG. And it looks really pretty. I like when pixel art has like a glow to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just on their like, Kickstarter right now. They raised four, almost $400,000, which is kind of nuts. So, Oh, yeah. The scope um, might grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it looks awesome. By the way, I was so tired of getting replies of being like, why isn't CU, where's CU Stars? Where's, where's uh, <laughs> And I kept taking you in the mall. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, guys, we had the nomination. Like, we, we had the nomination week, and you missed it. But if Steve, people wanted, if people were excited for Sea of Stars, they would have fucking nominated Sea of Stars, but they didn't. <laughs> or Dead Space, but or that's Dead okay. Space, yeah. In yeah, Steve's heart. Yeah. Uh, and the most anticipated Canadian game, potential to win it again next year, with a 2024 <laughs> release date, is Earthblade from Extremely OK Games in Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, yeah, they've assembled the Avengers dream team of mm-hmm. pixel artists, and they're making it, and it looks ambitious. Definitely yeah, w- the biggest project they've ever worked on. I was happy. Was that at, uh, that was at the uh, Keeley's, wasn't it? That we got yeah, it had my gameplay? favorite trailer at the Keeley's, too. Yeah, the, yeah. so I was I was happy we got that trailer, because going into that, all we had was you know, the, the vibe, vibe reveal. The vibe reveal. And, oh, uh, God bless them for calling it that, just to piss off Dragon Slumber. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it looks, yeah, it looks dope. So, but yeah, I mean, it's a year away. So right, right away, I'm just like, this looks cool. Call me when it happens. Like, how long mm-hmm. have we been talking about Sea of Stars? Like, I'm hyped for that game, but... Oh, dude, I went over to their Kickstarter this week for something, and it still said uh, July 2020, I think, in their... Yeah, I feel like, like they don't... Deliverable. <laughs> I feel they like don't the update only, that, but... You no, know, I think I think the only reason to go back to a Kickstarter is because you have all the, like, the mailing list. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like... Because well, I get still posting like, updates there. Like, that's where they announced the delay we talked about last week was yeah, published yeah, to the Kickstarter. Yeah, so I got, mm-hmm. like, those notifications for games that I, like, you know... I'm just like, guys, I gave you my money. Don't worry about it. I'll yeah. know. Tell me when it's done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, Steve. Uh, and lastly, Canadian game of 2022. Coming in at number three. Drum roll sound effect here. It's Drinkbox with Nobody Saves the World. Uh, came out in January. I beat it last month with my buddy Tyler. It's great. It's more Drinkbox. It's beautiful. Uh, it's different. <clears throat> and Steve's ready for Guacamole 3. Yeah, I gotta get back into it. I keep saying that I have it on my thing. I bought mm-hmm. the DLC like straight up day one. I just bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sitting there. I see it all the time, and I just like haven't. I wanted. I need to co-op. If someone wants to co-op with me on PS5, oh wait, you have PS5 money. I do have PS5 money. I could get and play with you. No, I, you I want to play it all again. It took me like twenty five hours. But yeah, you don't have to double dip. I just want to play with co op someone. So maybe I got to find a nerd on Reddit or a nerd. That is, or the, it is the best in co op. And uh, Steve, yeah, yeah. this be the only Drinkbox game you haven't completed? Did you beat the Tales from Space? Mm-hmm. I did. Mobs attack. Um, yes. Yeah. It so this be. is the only hole in your Drinkbox and game be the, life. Currently, it, it, it's also the only game with the platinum where I don't have the platinum. Interesting. Because okay. those uh, okay. those Moon Blob games didn't have platinum, and I didn't hundred percent because you had to like hundred percent the Ugh. the worlds or whatever, which I you know didn't bother. Good game though. Good but Quagamelee one, two, and Severed all platinum. Same. This one. I oh don't no, know I'm not on two yet. I got to do <gasps> the hard mode. Oh, anyway, yeah. it's good. Hard mode's fun. It is. Quagamelee three, burning on. It's Bring been it on. a year now. I guess we'll we'll probably know what they're working on another year in a bit. Or you know what, Curveball Severed two. I'm open. Put it on Steam Deck. Put a yeah. Steam Deck exclusive. <laughs> oh my god, there's no Steam Deck exclusive, right? They should be the first one. Yeah, they should be. Fuck All it, right. just release it on Vita again. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Game on Vita. 
cause cause a surge in the secondhand Vita market. I think there's like because they Sony hasn't made new Vita carts in like years, and so mm-hmm. there's a finite amount. So I think a game did release physically like after they shut down the store, mm-hmm. um, but it was like very limited because like they basically there's like I they're probably now there's like no more Vita carts like they're just, <laughs> they're just done like you can't do it. Um, that makes sense. Unless someone I don't know some dork like makes their own or something but speaking of reviving old tech and ways of thinking coming in at number two is tribute games from montreal quebec's tmnt colon shredder's revenge the beat-em-up the the prettiest pixel art game of 2022 it's really nice it's Uh, it is extremely nice and you beat it i got like five levels in and it just made me like because i again my only touchstone for this is i beat the simpsons beat him up on my ipod and it was that again and fun and yeah it's uh, just apparently we were supposed better to play it when you're here we were we, supposed we were. to yeah i played the first thing i ever did was play six player call which was just, which was just nuts <laughs> it was just uh, Chris, the, uh what's the there's a famous tweet from some designer who's like I, I love when the screen just looks like christmas light diarrhea yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. um what do you have it on was it i have it on game? xbox through game pass oh. yeah oh my god it's not crossplay is it <laughs> i i doubt it I'm, I'm you don't hate game pass you just hate playstation plus more and and take it out on game pass yeah yeah it is tmnt shredders Revenge i assume not that w- that's hard cross play if it is does maybe not shredder. have cross play support Ooh. oh well uh get game oh pass. you know what currently cross play is ported between the pc and xbox versions so. of okay so I was, oh, sorry, it does have cross. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, I okay, I, okay. I don't read. I'm, t- I'm this just in. Do, 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 not feeling well. Not feeling well. Hold on, hold. On. Okay. Unfortunately, this is a little more player. It's time for some news. Oh, okay. It has crossplay, but only between Xbox and uh, PC. Windows. Probably. And just the Trez Revenge too. on PlayStation doesn't support crossplay. What is this? Fucking Fortnite 2017 or whatever that was. <laughs> oh, Switch that- doesn't have crossplay either because Switch sucks. Well, I mean, Switch should be ostracized and cut off from the gaming community writ large. But uh, all that to say, coming in at number one in our most voted category, because I didn't make you vote for all of them, for Canadian Game of the Year 2022, they were shunned by the Keeleys, but where one Canadian let them down, a community of Canadians lifted them up. It's Andrew Shouldis and Finji from Halifax with Tunic. Uh, yeah, probably the best game I played this year. I redownloaded it onto Steve's Series X and played a bunch while he was working Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. I was just reminded how good Tunic is. Like there was this boss I was stuck on for a while. So I just flipped a random page in the manual and I was like, oh, I didn't go to this one pen mark on the map over here. And I got this cool item that let me get further and beat it. And oh, Tunic's great, Steve. It's another, it's another one that I have to <laughs> get back to. Um, That's fair. I, I still, I think I would still flip TMNT and Tunic personally, but personally. Tunic is still a damn fine game. And so uh, good. It was it was awesome on Steam Deck. Like it, it looked really, really good. And I kind of, oh man, actually, yeah, seeing it on my new TV, that was dope too. It looks maybe so just, good. Maybe I'll just cop it on PlayStation because, like, yeah, I don't know. They gotta be coming with a physical one. Wait for physical. Ooh, are they? Probably. They gotta be. It's like Finji's uh, uh, doing physical copies for like Night in the Woods and a couple other games. So okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it on. Horizon. Okay, I'll do I'll do the physical. I'll call that then. Excellent. And then Sophia can throw it against the wall. Oh, uh, <laughs> you, were you here when this happened? No, you weren't. Yeah. Like I, no, I was I was there. No, you weren't there, but she did pull the stack down that you made. Like you're like, these are all the ones I'm not gonna get back to. These are the ones I'm currently playing. Yeah. And you put it all nice, and then you left the room and she immediately ran up to the stack and I was like, No, no, no. Yeah, she she's been better 
thankfully Good. she there was like two weeks where she when we were like stuck in the storm during christmas mm. where she was just throwing everything and now she's certainly a bit better but yeah i've been joking that like my new tv kind of has a pretty low uh <laughs> low uh if you were uh, to insure it the adjuster would want to to see when everyone we, in when the we bought room. it i was like can we can, i was like can we have a warranty that like extends to toddlers and they're like no and i'm like Fuck ah that's garbage. discriminatory get on it jt yeah, JT. All right, so you're gonna I'm give gonna me cut. more money for Sophia. You might as well just give me more t- more TV warranty. Come on. Well, the government should give everyone a TV because it's all that we have when we're not working and making money for them to buy NORAD upgrades. But that's out of the scope of this conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna cut to a t- tunic song and then we'll come back. Starting with some sad news, uh, the Montreal game dev hub Gameplay Space is closing their doors after eight years. Uh, uh, they were kind of an organization that was serving as like a physical space for people to meet up and talk about games, showcase games, play test. Uh, and yeah, the replies to their announcement were all just like, oh man, I love Gameplay Space. They helped me, you know, figure out X games, whatever. Like it seemed to be like a pretty core part of the community, but in their post, they, uh, Shared on social media, the organization cited the pandemic as a major hurdle and their, quote, collective efforts were not enough to secure the viability, the vitality of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a bunch of people are just sharing their stories. Uh, Kevin slash Dragon Slumber in our Discord also like, oh, that's sad. I liked them. And yeah, it seems to be a hole in the hearts of the Montreal game dev scene. Brutal. Um, yeah. But yeah, COVID will do that to you. Uh, next video news is the thing i teased earlier that they might get sued over i don't know i don't want to bring that in into the world they reached out to us via <laughs> email and they've announced uh kickstarter coming january 10th so live for everyone when you're listening to this called the vendors of bioshock it's by c4 cosplay and props quote fan made full-size real world metal mechanical replicas of the bioshock infinite video game vendors brought to life with high detail uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. You know, the dollar bill, the Columbia Sundance supply and the armory from <laughs> Bioshock infinite you would walk up to. And like the little guy from the waist stuff would like, Hey, yeah, yeah. So. in Bioshock one, it was like, welcome to the circus of values. I forget yeah. what they say in Bioshock infinite. Uh, but yeah, they want to make them and then document it on YouTube and then share it with all the nerds. So they're, they're going to be raising money for that. Uh, the tears are crazy. Like at a certain point you will get physical replicas of like the box they got their upgrades in uh and they also have like desk sized versions of a couple of the other vendors at like the higher tiers but it's several hundred thousands of canadian dollars to get all this realized and i kind of want to see it i don't know i just love those 
people who make the Iron Man mask and it works or the Captain America oh, yeah. shield and it's like, I just want to see someone make the the vendor and then I walk up and turn the thing like Booker DeWitt and then the thing falls out of the box. Like, that's cool. And yeah, so I will clarify. I asked, uh, uh, we're curious if these are officially licensed by the Bioshock IP holder or if there's some creative common thing we don't know, don't know about. Like, could you get pursued for this legally? Uh, they said, hi, Steven, our FAQ isn't up, uh, but here's the answer. No, these are not officially licensed. These are fan-made recreations of the objects found in-game. From the legal we had found on 2K's website, uh, we have quoted in our research, quote, from 2K's website, generally 2K does not object to fans using materials for non-commercial uses in a manner which does not intentionally spoil the plot for others. My immediate thought was, this seems commercial. You're going to be yeah. fundraising and making these and sending them to people. So, I don't know. Uh, they say this include this is not quoted from 2K. This is in the email from C4 Cosplay and Props. This included shops selling unlicensed fan art, shirts, posters, and props on websites like Etsy and other stores online. Um, th- they say this is not under commercial use, as we are making fan made with real world engineering uh, reference images and only designing and building these a- and one offs for Kickstarter. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, they reached out and wanted to, cause like I hate when PC gamer or Kotaku like finds a fan game where someone's making Metroid and it was like, uh, uh, oh my god, look at this fan game, and then, like two minutes later, Nintendo has ceased and desisted this fan game. Yeah. Like I hate this. It's like uh, we regret to inform you, Milkshake Duck is racist or something. I they want to publicize this Kickstarter, so I'm publicizing it, and I hope it just goes smoothly. You know, what do you think? Um, I can't look at it because of my computer stuff. I so mm-hmm. I, didn't, I saw those emails. I was really, I I saw your email and I was like super confused at the context, and then mm-hmm. I just didn't like look into it. So yeah, it, it is pretty cool idea. I don't really remember Bioshock Infinite that much, um, but I'm always like Nintendo is like always worse for this stuff, right? When people make like fan made uh, Metroid games, it just mm-hmm. like dies. But I would uh, I would check this out for sure. Me too. So, Hopefully, yeah, hopefully they don't, like you said, they say non-commercial, but this is, you know, it's on a Kickstarter. So, Mm -hmm. um, according to Jack from C4 Cosplay and Props, uh, in the past on Irrational Games now defunct blog, they had shared other fan creations of like the Vigor bottles or costumes and weapons that were sold and promoted unofficial, like not officially through 2K. Irrational was like, hey, our community is doing this. Um, So hopefully everyone's cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so too. Uh, next bit of news. I don't know why I put Toronto as the place for this. It's in BC. Uh, another Chinese tech conglomerate, NetEase, has acquired Skybox Labs with studios in Burnaby and Victoria, British Columbia. Uh, Skybox was founded in 2011, had worked on, sorry, co developed, they were clear in this language, Halo Infinite fallout 76 and are working on quote multiple projects within the minecraft universe um they had over 200 employees as of last year and in netease's press release they said that skylabs will quote continue to work closely with their existing co-development partners and we will be adding new partners in the future so yeah another conglomerate but yeah nice in the press release in the press release from netease uh, they used a picture of downtown Vancouver, even though the studio is in Victoria and <laughs> Burnaby, which is very funny to me. But yeah, I mean they're in China. How would they know? They would. Yeah, know. I mean you could point me at any like Chinese-looking temple and tell me it's any city, and I'm too dumb to know. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. There's those three major players, I, I guess. Like Net is NetEase major? I don't know. Not as much as Tencent, right? It's Tencent and Embracer Group. Those are the big, the big buyers at the moment. Yeah, I think so. Let's see what NetEase games. And is like, what is NetEase? With? Uh, I think they own a part of Bungie, or at least they did. I don't know if I don't know if Sony. Oh, they own Quantic Dream as well. Oh, okay. Oh, do they really? They own Quantic Dream, a bunch of Chinese companies I don't recognize, and now Skylabs. Hmm. Interesting. They're all right. None of these numbers make any sense to me because they're in renminbi, just the currency in China, I guess. Number of employees, 18,000 as of 2017. That's big. 19,000? That seems big. I don't know what they do that isn't, like, that use games? So I guess it's just games, right? Yeah, it looks like it. Hmm. Or no, there's NetEase Inc. and then NetEase Games. So it's probably a Tencent, because Tencent does movies and games. Mm. Uh, NetEase was who Blizzard worked with when they released Chinese versions of WoW, StarCraft, and Overwatch before all those got taken offline. Thank you. Uh, why'd they uh, get taken offline? I don't know. They just, a bunch of companies. Or no, that might have been Steve. Some, Steam, Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Someone with did, did it. <laughs> from the bunch of companies have been withdrawing from China. But, um, because the, sure. like, you can only play games for however long stuff. Or? That and, like, I don't know if they just, didn't want to deal it's weird i gotcha i barely understand how to release a game in canada much less china so yeah i don't know how to do anything really so speaking of releasing games vancouver-based fun selector labs is putting out a very sexy copy of art of rally physically Ooh, uh, i saw it actually it to me. looks awesome oh yeah it looks <laughs> so like, good this box that game is still still to this day the best steam page i've ever seen go look at the gifts on the art of rally steam page it's gorgeous <laughs> they they made a beautiful steam page because it's a game about the beauty of driving and how like just driving should look cool uh and it makes sense their their art's also cool but yeah that's end of the month that'll go up physically so highly recommend art of rally as a non-car guy Art of Rally is not about cars, Steve. It's about beauty. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, that's it for your news. I'll cut to a nice Art of Rally song. Uh, and then Steve and I will talk about a little co-op game we played and wrap up so he can go lie down and hopefully not die. Oh, my God. Let's get you to bed. Uh, after we talk about some Ship of Fools from Quebec-based Fika Productions. Uh, if people are curious, it was also nominated for Canadian Game of the Year, uh, and it came fifth out of sixth, if you're curious. Um, we got it. Steve got it on his PS5, and then when I was there last week, we played it. We beat it. It was in, like, less than ten runs, too, which 
I know people who equate game length with value. Every hour should be $10 or whatever. I don't know. People have stupid metrics for games. It was a really good game. I didn't pay for and had a lot of fun with and beat <laughs> while staying at my friend's house for two days. Like It was just a perfect roguelite game um and in the the there are a couple little things we figured out as we went like uh you're piloting the ship from well you're not moving the ship at all the ships the ship's automatically moving left to right you are running around the ship and then um putting cannons down on like different parts like uh mounts uh and then enemies will spawn above and below your ship on like sort of a side view uh and yeah you're just trying to take him out survive get upgrades the thing there were so many points where like something silly happened and we laughed like you have uh upgrades that you can put onto pedestals on your ship and if you don't place it properly and you move to the next screen they just launch off your ship into the water and you watch your beautiful upgrade just sink into the abyss which i did a couple times but i think the one run where i did that we actually won so that I think it was the. I think that was the run before. That was definitely one of our longs because you did it with our like base weapon, basic ammo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you you have these upgrades. Well, you can. It could be like a pedestal that's like plus fifty percent damage. We found a cool one where it was like uh, every time you hit someone, you get a coin. Uh, And then there's different ammo types that use the same pedestals that either like travel through enemies or explode when they hit enemies. There's different cannons you get, Uh, and it's like most of these games where you're as you're traveling collecting a, and a, a quirky cast of characters who all end up at your home base and then sell you the upgrades that make it the rogue light instead of a like um yeah just i had like i have no real bones to pick with ship of fools i just had a great time yeah i think the the art was like great too like when you're mm. when I, I was always giggling when like my character would pick up the like corrupted shrine thingy <laughs> which is yeah. like you know it's something that will negatively affect you and then if you beat the level then you it's like something more powerful and like mm-hmm. he's just he my character is just so happy just carrying this like cursed <laughs> item it's great yeah. um i've been playing it's kind solo. of don't starvey art i would say but yeah i've i've been playing solo since since you left mm-hmm. um and it's definitely not as as good but like i'm mm-hmm. i'm still enjoying it so the turrets that i bought and leveled up is like an automatic one so i'm just trying so i like basically just have the two turrets and then i'm just melee to try to um, <clears throat> to try to protect the ship and stuff so i've, I've beaten it once solo out of mm-hmm. like three or four runs um, but I think it's like a, a a good difficulty and a good length for someone who is not like a huge rogue like fan. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I didn't really play Hades that long, and all these other games are just all rogue likes, and it's just like seems super long. This one, yeah, like you said, we beat it within I don't know six or seven or eight like runs. Yeah, and if I would Hades say it's total, wasn't on Game Pass, this would be the first rogue like game I'd ever beat. Yeah, and I would say in total, like I probably only spent like five six seven hours with it mm-hmm. you know like not not super long but still like it's kind of it has a lasting effect like it's it's dope it's good um agreed yeah and it was it's one of the things too where it's like i didn't even hear of this game and then it got nominated and i was like the the six games that got nominated i was like okay i played four of them so i'll just i'll cop these other two one of them was on sale Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm glad I bought it and, and I reached out to them or whatever on Twitter and they replied back because there's a trophy to do a run without getting hit which right. um, is tough solo I would think but it has the trophy has a higher percentage than the one which is upgrade everything um, by huh. all the upgrades so I feel like I want to just 
try to go for the one to upgrade everything and just and then like Hope hopefully get I get it. within that and if I don't I don't because it still has that randomness right if you get like a thing that doesn't uh, adhere to like your play style or like even your character's perks or whatever then your run's kind of done mm-hmm. so because I had the the one I beat solo I was the character that swings faster like does melee faster right yeah and you then, have your a paddle that you just smack yeah. fish off your boat with <laughs> And the ultimate thing I bought, I got was something where it shoots waves out of the paddle. So it's like, uh, it's it is like a range thing. So I was just smoking enemies. Oh yeah, it was like the the last game I played with that was the God of War axe that just sends out a frost thing. It was like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or it's kind of like the Zelda like Master Sword like blade like shooting out the blade thing. So right it was, when you're full it was, health. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's a dope dope game. It's fun. Dope I, game. Should that be our, you know how like, it's like two thumbs up from Globe and Mail or five stars from New York Book Review. Should it be dope game, CanadianGameDevs.com? No, we should do the two thumbs then. We can steal that from Ebert. He's dead. He is dead. He probably patented, or not patented, he probably copyrighted that though. Can we do dope and double dope? (laughs) (laughs) Double dope. Double dope, Steve's. Yeah. Yeah. Double dope is our two thumbs up and dope is like our, yeah, good game. So it's double dope. It's double dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Double dope. Tunic's double dope. Ship of Fools, double dope. Yeah. Team and T, double dope. Double dope. We'll, we'll, we'll see how the dope metric evolves over 2023. Yeah. All right, everyone. Let's get Steve to bed and wrap up this episode of the KingofGameDubs.com podcast. It was episode 225. Uh, patrons got it two days early. And if you want to join them, <coughs> patreon.com slash KingofGameDubs at the $5 tier or higher. We would like to personally... <coughs> $5 US, mind you. There was a lot of discussion about this in the Discord and how annoying it would be to try and change our Canadian focus site to Canadian dollars on Patreon. That might happen, might not. I don't know. But at the $5 US tier or higher, we would like to personally thank you at the end of every episode. Thank you so much for your support. Aaron McLeod, David Nagy, Dugsy, Eleanor, Elizabeth Avery, Jean Leggett, Kai Hutchins, Meow the Leon, and Nicholas A. Zorko. Uh, the art's fixed everywhere. Again, Check it out. It's pretty. We got, um, I don't know, what's their name from Alberta to do the podcast art. I want to get this right. Um, Poltergust234 on Twitter. Support them on Kofi. Uh, and our new logo, of course, from Dara at Idiom Loop in Toronto. Uh, yeah, all the all the art's looking fresh. And I don't know. I talked to our video guy again and see if we could get like a discount on new video assets with that art so I could get these up on YouTube again because I like the the cool graphic that plays while you listen to a podcast on YouTube. And I think a lot of people, uh, I definitely did while at work, just listen to podcasts on YouTube because it's on your thing you're working on instead of having AirPods in. Yeah. But yeah, all that to say big things on the horizon for at Canada game devs on Twitter. And if you have any other feedback, contact at Canadian game devs.com. See ya. See ya. Tunic. Tunic, tunic, That's two games. Okay. Because now I'm, I, I beat Elden Ring, right? I platinum it. And I'm like, okay. Congratulations, before, by the way. That's almost you. like, like between the two news items you gave me yesterday, that's the more hype one. <laughs> no, that's, that's a joke. But, um, because the Dead Space is like the, 
27th, I think. So I'm like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to buy a game before Dead Space. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, let's look at some of the stuff I have. So I think this will be the, the certainly the Nobody Saves the World time. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe something, maybe something else. I was thinking like Halo or something, because I don't want to buy another game in between another game. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. I was on a one game each policy most of last year. And that's how I actually ended up beating like God of War and a couple other games. Well, I'm trying to do like one triple A game and one indie game at a time. I like that. And then like one multiplayer-ish game to throw in there. So I re-download Destiny and stuff like that. Interesting. On what, PS5? Yeah. And then like Mm -hmm. Halo or whatever. So I'm just like... You know, Ship of Fools, I kinda wanna well we'll talk about it, but mm-hmm. but I wanna I need another triple A game and Dead Space will be that game, but what is the game before that? Oh man, I'm not doing well. I wanna buy that. Alright, right, let's blow let's blow through these. Oh man, you know the one where he goes on tour and it's like so and so, smashing pumpkins. Homer Simpson, smiling politely. <laughs> <laughs> Who ordered oh, the, or, New York Orchestra, possibly while high. <laughs> Yeah, guys, was that us? Who is that band? Uh, Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill, I'm looking at you. Uh, yeah, we'll take him. 